Welcome back to TCAM Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Cameron Tracewell. This is Sports Talk Saturday with Matt DeLong. Matt, it's good to be back, man. Yeah, it is. Been a long six months. Yeah. Been a while since we've been on the show, but now we're back for season two. And we're going to highlight a couple things today. We're going to talk about the NFL a little bit. And we're going to talk about West Virginia playing Duquesne. And Matt's thoughts on what happened in the Penn State game. So... We are going to start out with the Lions and the Chiefs. Magnificent game. What do you think, man? Wild. I knew last year the Lions were going to be good this year. I said it last year. But I did not think they were going to be that explosive coming out. I mean, St. Brown was phenomenal. Jamar Gibbs, an amazing runner. I was not expecting him to beat the Chiefs, though. On Thursday's show, I picked the Lions to win. I said, can Detroit shock the world? And you're damn right they did. They shocked the world. They came out. They played a great team in the Kansas City Chiefs. Yes, the Chiefs did not have Travis Kelsey. Yes, they did not have Chris Jones. It doesn't matter, though. At the end of the day, it's Patrick Mahomes. He's the best quarterback in the league. Andy Reid, who is probably the best coach in the league outside of Bill Belichick. This is what the matchup was made for. Can the Detroit Lions, who are the up-and-comers, and I knew they were the up-and-comers, man. They, I knew they were. I said it last year. They're going to be a winning team last year, and they were. They finished 9-8. and eight. They beat Green Bay, took out Aaron Rodgers from going to the playoffs. Coming this season, they had a whole bunch of belief. Dan Campbell, what a coach. The Detroit Lions are going to be the kings of the North. They are going to be the kings of the North. They will own the NFC North this year. Well, there's to, no doubt about that. To come into this game, young guys, and to take Kansas City head-to-head, I know with the Kansas City Chiefs team without Travis Kelsey, who is a top three greatest tight end of all time, and Chris Jones, for them to come into this game, to compete the way they did, Jared Goff, 253 yards and one touchdown, Jameer Gibbs, seven carries for 42 yards, David Montgomery, Perfect pickup from the Bears. I knew he'd be a great pickup. 21 carries for 74 yards and one touchdown. Amon Ross St. Brown. Six receptions, 71 yards and a touchdown. And let's give this kid, Josh Reynolds, a lot of credit here. Four receptions and 80 yards. And the post move, man, that post move they did late in the wow. game to Josh Reynolds, and he just turned and sprinted towards the end zone. I mean, that was the perfect play. Kansas City, they looked good, and then the Lions just turned it around. They just turned it around. The momentum was coming in their favor. They are the team in the NFC North that I thought they're going to be, and they are going to be scary. You need to watch out for the Detroit Lions this year. Throughout the game, I tell you, I was nervous. I really was because I had picked Detroit, and Patrick Mahomes is Patrick Mahomes. He makes the greatest things happen in 13 seconds. I yeah, mean, he is that dude. That but let's give a lot of credit and love to that guy, Kadarius Tony. He was absolutely terrible last night. He had six or seven wide open catches and, and couldn't make a catch. Now, what do you think? What do you think the Lions are going to be this year? I mean, how do you think they are going to be? You knew they were going to be better, but they're going to be in the playoffs. Playoffs. And it won't be a wild card spot. They will be in the playoffs. Do you think they are better than the Vikings? Yes. Yes, I do. This is a good thing for football. 
and I'd love to see the Lions win a NFC North championship the first time in 30 years. Yeah. That would be special. Young team, great team. Brian Branch coming in last night, you know, as a rookie in this league and catching an interception, taking it back for a touchdown. That's exactly what they needed. Lions looking up, man. They're looking up. That's exactly what we needed. And, hey, cheer on the young teams, cheer on the good teams like that. Those guys are a team you want to cheer for. Dan Campbell is a coach you would follow. You would follow Dan Campbell. He is that good of a head coach. And the belief he has in this team to go from, you know, kind of sitting at a press conference and making some hysterical, hysterical, you know, talking about what the Detroit Lions were going to be and to actually have them here now and to be able to put that to the world, that's unbelievable. It's unbelievable what he's done for this franchise and what they are going to do. You watch out for Detroit this year. I'm telling you, watch out for Detroit. Anything else, Matt? Nah, I mean, we both said it last year. Detroit's going to be a team to watch. And they came out season opener of NFL and shocked the world. Yes, they did. All right, now we're going into college football. Obviously, it's Sports Stop Saturday, so got to talk about a little bit of college football. But before we talk about any games this week, Matt, they have not got to hear your opinion on the Penn State game. And what happened and what, you know, what we need to see from Neil Brown. What does Neil Brown need to do? Or what is your thoughts about the entire situation? I'd like to see Neil Brown tied in walking out of Morgantown, to be honest. But I'm not a Neil Brown fan. Never have been. The Penn State game, it was rough to watch. It was. Everybody thought it was going to be a complete blowout. They kept it within what, 23 points? So, I wasn't expecting a win, but it wasn't a blowout. Any thoughts on Garrett Green? They've got to get vertical the ball. WVU has to throw the ball downfield. These little short five, six-yard passes aren't going to win games. I think the best thing I saw all night was the offensive line. Yeah, the line looked phenomenal. They really did. I mean, granted, I was in Myrtle Beach watching the game, so I watched most of it. But So now they're going to play Duquesne this weekend. Home opener. Small school, Duquesne is. They really should not beat should the Mountaineers. Be they should not beat the Mountaineers this weekend. But what is your prediction, honestly? Duquesne played Edinburgh last week, and they won 49-7. Yeah. I'm going to say, if the Mountaineers can play football... I mean, granted, it is home opener in Morgantown. I'm going to say 56 to 9. I'm going to say this right now. If he loses to this team. Oh, David, I'm going to quote Pat McAfee right now. Take his damn visor off at halftime and be done with it. Yeah, I'd fire him at halftime. That would be an absolute disgrace to lose to that team. The way he presented himself going into the Penn State game and how they acted. I agree with Pat McAfee on that scale. We look like a Mac school going to play a Big Ten school. Yeah. We're a Big 12 school. We should be able to at least compete. Yeah. And for the Mountaineers to look that bad is unacceptable. It's unacceptable in every way. The biggest question mark, can he beat Pitt? Can he beat Pitt at home? 
And what do you think is going to happen if he doesn't beat Pitt at home? I'm going to tell you what's going to happen. He's going to be fired. They're coming for him. The entire university is looking for a reason to get rid of Neil Brown. Well, I'm telling you, the fan base is already behind you. So I'm not too sure why you won't get rid of him now. I know everybody wants to give him a chance and this and that. And I know we, I talked about it this past week on the show that I want Neil Brown to have some type of success in this and that. But I'm telling you, we can't stand around anymore and watch this. You cannot watch the Mountaineers, who should be able to compete, not even be able to compete in games. This trust the climb, we don't fell off the ladder and we're laying on the ground with it up. The climb never started. It never started. There was no trust the climb. You fired Dana Holgerson and you hired a guy from Troy. I'm not saying Neil Brown's a bad person. I'm not saying he can't coach football. I'm just saying he can't coach the West Virginia Mountaineers. In the Big 12. He cannot. He can't coach in the Big 12. This is not his conference. This isn't made for him. I'm not wishing any bad luck or saying that, you know, he doesn't deserve a coaching job. I'm not saying anything like that. He was successful at Troy. There's no disputing that. But he's not a fit in Morgantown. Hands down, he's not. He just doesn't work for this team. He really just doesn't work. They can't go out there and play a team like Pitt, especially a rival team, and a big week in Morgantown after a you know, disappointing loss last year and get blown out. That can't happen. He cannot get blown out by Pitt. And he knows that. He knows that. To be honest, playing the backyard brawl at home, he loses in Morgantown. If they don't fire him, I will guarantee you the fans will carry him out of that stadium. That will be bad. You cannot lose a pit at home after last year's loss. So, that's going on from Neil Brown. You know, I think it's best that me and Matt kind of get off this subject because we both feel the same way. I mean, honestly, I don't think he's a bad coach. I think he probably can coach in some way. Obviously, he can run he, a good run offense. That He's really good in the run offense. The offensive line guys are really big. They're big dudes. They're like ACC guys. They yeah. are meant for this. He can coach in some capacity, but he cannot coach in Morgantown. It is proven. And if we got – honestly, we got – Three weeks. Let's see what he does the next three games, and especially in Pitt. The Pitt game is the one everybody's got to keep their eyes on because guess what? If he keeps it close and he keeps it competitive and he does some type of air raid, some more air raid, that's what you need. You need air raid. It's got to happen. You want to lose your job? I don't think so. So get the air raid. Find a way. Find a way. You have to, and you definitely have to against Pitt. You sat up there this week and talked about how people are crazy for questioning Garrett Green's throwing ability. You don't let him throw the ball. You don't give him any plays to throw the ball. So how are we supposed to know? We're going to question his ability when he doesn't throw the ball very often or he throws the ball out of the stadium. I mean, if you're throwing it out of the stadium and you can't even get to the end zone when the guy is completely wide open, then how do we know if he can throw the ball? You don't give him anything. He looks at his first target on a slant and a on a screen and a flat. If that guy's not open, he's running. I mean, he's running. That's it. He's he going. He will not get vertical for the ball. And that's the problem. And that's because the offense is not very good. They don't have very many vertical plays. They're not air raid. So we're going to get off this subject. But what I'm saying is, we have high expectations as fans. You've been here five plus years. It's time to show what you're worth. If 
you were going to lose your job, I kind of expect you to put everything on the line. Everything. Yeah. Everything to prove to at least the Mountaineer fan base. If you win seven games, I know that you know they talk about deal with eight games, but if you win seven games, but you win seven games that are really worth meaning or maybe make a bowl appearance, then you might be able to keep your job. They honestly might consider it. But you cannot do what you did against Penn State. No, if he plays Pitt like he did Penn State, he better respect his wife at halftime until he comes house up market. It's, it's over. We're going to get off the more, uh, off West Virginia, and uh, good luck to the Mountaineers this weekend. A couple other good games this weekend, man. I mean, I really, I really kind of enjoy this big 10 versus Pac-12 matchup with Colorado and Nebraska. I, I, I enjoy it. I know a lot of people don't like, you know, because Nebraska's not been good in a really long time, obviously since the 90s. I think Matt Rule was a great hire out of yep. Baylor. So, I mean, look what he did at Baylor. Really in three seasons, they became absolutely nothing to being the Big 12 champions. And then he went to Carolina. And, yeah, the NFL's a different league. It just is, man. It's a different league. I mean, is there any games that kind of peak to you this weekend? I want to watch Colorado again. I do. Deion Sanders came up there, turned the whole program around. And see, that's why I like, I like this Nebraska team. You do know they had 60-some transfers this year. Yeah. So you had Dion who had 80-some, and Matt Rule has 60-some. And the only reason Minnesota beat Nebraska is because everybody on the team is experienced, and they've been together for a while. And honestly, the Minnesota team was a little bit better. Most of these guys who came in to Nebraska are young dudes. Yeah. I'm seeing a really bright future for Nebraska. You lost to Minnesota 13-10. I mean, that's not bad to start out. I mean, it's no Deion Sanders, but most of the guys that were with Deion Sanders were great to start with. They were with. great to start with. I mean, Travis Hunter's unbelievable. That guy is Heisman Trophy winner over everybody. As a player, I don't care. If he continues to do what he did against TCU, he is the Heisman. There is no doubt playing receiver and corner and being that good. There's no doubt in my mind. No. So that is an interesting game I think of. There's obviously Texas and Alabama, the Reckon 2 matchup. You got any thoughts on Texas and Alabama? I don't know. I mean, you if you had a pre- – Go to Alabama. I go to Alabama. You go to Alabama? Uh, yeah. That's not a bad pick. I think, um, like I said on the last show, I think Steve Sarkeesian's best days of beating Alabama are, are over. I think Jalen Milrow is going to show the world, you know, what that dual threat ability that he has this weekend. I think it's going to prove it this weekend. I think Alabama is, honestly, I think they're going to roll over Texas. I really do. I really think they're going to roll over Texas. I don't know if it's going to be a blowout, but when Bama starts rolling – this roll tide, everybody knows that. Week two, you know, not the best, not the biggest matchups and stuff like that. Obviously, week one and two are not really, but I'm hoping some interesting games out of some ranked teams that are playing unranked teams. Really, honestly, I think Texas A&M and Miami could be interesting. Both are one and zero. Jimbo Fisher. Let's see if he's got a good team this year. That'd be nice to see. And then I, I personally, we talked about uh, UNC. And App State, App State's got the potential to upset anybody, and they some reason randomly do. I never know why. They just always do. That's the game I'm ready to watch is the App State-North Carolina game. Because i got to see what Drake is made of because Spencer Rattler outplayed him last week. I don't care what anybody says. He outplayed him 30 of 39 for 353 yards to 
Drake Mays, 269 yards with two touchdowns and two picks. He outplayed him. He outplayed him. South Carolina's offensive and defensive line failed them. I mean, they yeah. they both failed them. You know, those are a little bit about college football and about the Mountaineers and stuff like that. And so now we will come back around into a circle to the NFL. NFL Sunday week one. Here we go, man. Here we go. We got some great matchups. And how about them Cowboys? How about them Cowboys and that Jerry Jones? Man, what an offseason this dude's had. <laughs> man, so, so what do we do this offseason for the Cowboys? We fire Kellen Moore and let him go to the Chargers. Mike McCarthy's running the offense. Jerry Jones has now brought in Trey Lance, but then yet again tells everybody Dak Prescott's going to be the remaining quarterback. Yeah. So you are obviously a Cowboys fan. And since you brought it up, let's talk about it, man. Your personal feelings. We need to know your personal feelings. Of Jerry Jones bringing in Trey Lance. He can't keep his mouth shut. And if he really wanted Dak to be QB1, why did he bring in Trey Lance? Why? There's something underlying in that. I think what's going to happen is he'll let Dak start week one, week two, and if Dak doesn't put the numbers up or doesn't win the games, I think Trey Lance will come in week three and be QB1. Personally, I think that's what will happen. Because Jerry Jones said whatever he wants about Dak's going to be the quarterback. Dak's QB1. If you're not firing all cylinders, you mess up, you throw the interceptions, I think he'll put Trey Lance in there. Let me say this. I think Jerry Jones trading for Trey Lance is disrespectful. Uh, it was. What he did, going behind Mike McCarthy's back and not telling the head coach that you are trading for a potential quarterback who's supposed to have a lot of talent, who's supposed to be a starter and live up to the hype, to trade and do that to a team and a Dak Prescott who needs confidence this season. That's not an owner giving your quarterback confidence right there. That's that is not. absolutely not. What you're telling your quarterback, in which he came back and said, you know, Dak Prescott is my quarterback, but what you underlyingly are telling Dak Prescott is... Don't mess up. You're replacing Stanton right there. If you don't win now, you're done. You're done on my team. And which, here's why I don't think it will happen. Because I don't think Mike McCarthy will let it. I think Mike McCarthy... Believes in Dak Prescott. He does. And I think with Jerry making that move, Mike McCarthy's going to push back. Dak Prescott's going to play on his foot. It's his, at the end of the day, while Jerry, while Jerry owns the organization, McCarthy is running the show. What did they say a couple weeks ago? Dallas is Jerry's world. Whatever goes on in Jerry's head is Jerry's world. That's McCarthy's football team. You can say it however you want, but you're right. McCarthy's the one who will lead you to the Super Bowl. If they are going to make anything deep in the NFL, Mike McCarthy and Dak Prescott are the two dudes that are going to be doing it. And let's get let's remember something real quick. I will, you know, we talk about Dak Prescott and Mike McCarthy. Nobody forget about Dan Quinn, please. Dan Quinn has one of the best defenses in football for this team. Yes. So we're not going to just, you know, blow over Dan Quinn. We need to... Pay attention to what Dan Quinn brings to the table. They have a great, tremendous defense. Jerry Jones needs to step out of the way. 
He needs to step back. Let the organization do it. They know what they're doing. You need to get out of being the GM. That's got to stop. Your son needs to get out of being the GM. You guys don't need to be making decisions on who's playing on the team. Your job is to you know, bring the fans in, bring everybody around, and have the team. Have that team in Dallas. That's what you're supposed to be a part of. Yeah. You're the rest everybody underneath you, you know, for like the 31 other organizations by the way, have a GM, president of this, president of that, you know, facility guys, a main head coach who knows what they're doing all the time and, and they're they in control. Dallas. And so what it and guess what everybody else does? All the other owners, they sit back and they watch. They do exactly, you know, what they need to do for their football team during finances and stuff like that, but yeah. they sit back and they watch while the rest of the organization takes care of itself. That's right, what they're supposed right. to They're not supposed to... Listen, you're not supposed to be in draft night. You're not supposed to be the one picking the player. Yep. What do you know about football, Jerry? You've never played. You've never played. There's a, and listen, I never played football. And so I wouldn't call my expert in drafting anybody, you know, this and that. And I'm not saying he doesn't know some of the game because he's been around for a long time. They know what needs to be on the team. Guys know what needs to be on Mike McCarthy's team. Mike McCarthy knows what he needs. You're right. He knows what he needs. Dan Quinn knows what he needs on the defense. Not Jerry Jones, Dan Quinn. Dan Quinn and Mike McCarthy have both been to Super Bowls, by the way, as head coaches in the National Football League. Yep. They've both been there. Talking about the Cowboys, they're going to win Sunday night. They'll win Sunday night. Damn. They will win in New York on Sunday night, 820, NBC, Dallas favored by three and a half. They will win. They have more talent. Now, the Giants are going to put up a fight. Brian Dable's a heck of a coach. Cowboys. What's your score prediction? Of the game? Yeah. I'm looking at a, honestly, probably a 28-24. I was going to go 27-21. Yeah, I'm thinking about 28-24 because the Giants did get Darren Waller. They do still have Danny Dimes. They have Saquon Barkley. They have a pretty decent receiving core. They have a young defense. Brian Dable's a heck of a coach, so he's not going to back down to the Cowboys. He's not scared of Mike McCarthy and Dan Quinn and them. He ain't worried about that. He's coached guys like Josh Allen. He's really not worried about that. And he's Danny Dimes just got paid. He's looking to prove to everybody that, hey, I'm one of the top guys in the league. So yes, don't, he is. Don't be, looking, don't be sleeping on the New York Giants now. Do the New York Giants going to be a good team? Yeah, they're going to be a pretty good team. They'll be a above average team this year. But do they beat Cowboys on Sunday night? I would no, no. Cowboys defense is too good. Got C.D. Lamb, Tony Pollard in the backfield, Brandon Cooks on the other side. They'll be fine. Dallas will be fine. They got Michael Parsons. Yeah, they'll be fine. Trayvon Diggs and them will be fine. Dallas is going to prove themselves Monday night. So, oh, Sunday night. Sorry. So I like how we started out with a Sunday night game, man. I know. Like, out of all the games, and, you know, it's honestly arguable that the Cowboys-Giants game is not as highlighting as the Monday night game. I mean, the Monday night game is absolutely insane with the Bills and the Jets. Like, oh, yeah. That's absolutely insane, but we will not jump into that game just yet. So, we got, you know, your 1 o'clock games, got your cool, some interesting games. Steelers, 49ers, Ravens, Texans, Bengals, Browns, Bucks, Vikings, Saints, Titans, Falcons, Panthers, Jags, Colts, Cardinals, Commanders. Four o'clock, you got your Raiders, Broncos, Dolphins, Chargers, Eagles, Patriots, Packers, and Bears. And finishing out the four o'clock games before going into Sunday night is the Rams and the Seahawks. 
Now Matt and I will pick each team for each game. So you you pick a Seahawks in oh, the yeah, four o'clock games. So we'll start with the one o'clock games here first. We'll start with the one o'clock games. All right. All right. We got the 49ers and the Steelers. That's our first one o'clock game. Who you got? 49ers. Steelers. 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 Steelers for me. I can't see anything Pittsburgh. Texans and Ravens. Ravens. I'll go Ravens. I like Texans, though. They got a high, bright future. CJ Stroud and those boys. Bright yeah. future. Just not too young. Too young. Too young. They're too young for right now. All right. This is a highlight game for the 1 o'clock. We just got confirmation yesterday that Joe Burrow will be playing this weekend. Joe Burrow versus Deshaun Watson, who I talked about should be one of the most improved players this year. Who you got? Bengals. Why? Joe Burrow. He's a clutch quarterback. And I like the Bengals. Oh, man. <sighs> Cleveland Browns. All right. I will pick the Cleveland Browns. I think it's a big-time statement for Deshaun Watson to come out here and make sure make sure everybody knows who he is, to remind everybody who he is. Because last time that he was fully healthy, 4,500 yards. You're right. 33 touchdowns. The guy has got it. He was a top three QB in the AFC, I'm last going, time seen. I'm still going Cincy. I don't blame you. I don't blame you. I don't blame you. I would normally give Cincy. Don't like. I don't like the Browns. I don't like the Browns at all. I but, you don't. But I'm looking for a big-time show-up from Deshaun Watson. I really am. That's who I'm looking for. All right. Got kind of a smaller type of game here, Matt. Vikings and Bucks. I know this is a not really a thriller. It's going to be a toss-up. I think it's going to be a close, low-scoring game. I got Jay Jettas all day, baby. Jay Jettas and Kirk Cousins, Jordan Addison, TJ Hawkinson, an elite offense. Now, people would say, well, the Bucks, you know, Baker Mayfield, Chris Godwin, and Mike Evans. Yeah, but how much experience do they really have together? By the way, they're, they're in both defenses to both teams are bad. And if I had to pick one to win, it's going to be Kirk Cousins and the experienced Justin Jefferson, who's the best receiver in football. So that's who my pick is. Yeah. Minnesota Vikings, and I will pick them to win by – I'll, I'll pick them to win by 10. I think it's win by 10 for them. Titans and Saints, man. Saints. Saints. Derrick Henry and the Titans, you know. They are who they are. We all know who Derrick Henry is. We all know who Brian Tannehill is. And he hops there now. So, yeah, it could be a competitive game. Give me Derrick Carr and the Elite Saints defensive team this year with Chris Olave. I like it, Saints. All right. Panthers and Falcons. Two of the youngest in the NFC right here. Bryce Young, Desmond Riddler. I'm going Bryce Young. I'm going Desmond Riddler. Are you really? Because I think B. John Robinson is going to be an absolute stud coming out of the backfield out of Atlanta. Drake London, Kyle Pitts. Arthur Smith, good defense. Jesse Bates has not been added on. Give me the Atlanta Falcons by seven. The Falcons have a better team behind Bryce Young. I blame he's you. A, he's a new face of the franchise in Carolina. He's at Alabama, man. He's a, he's an Alabama he's guy. Sucked, he's yeah. a hot trophy winner. Colts, Jags. Jags. No. Jags, Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence all day. Anthony Richardson, obviously. He's going to have. He's gonna be a good, talented quarterback eventually. Too young, though. I think he's too young. Not much experience. Now, we probably got the worst 1 o'clock game out of all of them. Oh, be your Cardinals and the, your Commanders. Uh, no Kyler Murray. So... Got like Colt McCoy for the command for the Cardinals, and we got Sam Howe. 
I'm interested in Sam Howell. Really am. I really am. Because they see they got a lot of faith that now Eric Bieniemy is the offense coordinator for the Commanders. So I'm going Commanders. That's, I'm going Commanders. Commanders. Yeah. Commanders. Raiders, Broncos, Jimmy Garoppolo, Russell Wilson, Sean Payton, Mike McDaniel. I'm going Broncos. I'm going Broncos. And it's hard to bet against Sean Payton. It's hard. It's hard to bet against Devontae Adams. Yeah, is yeah. who it's hard to bet against. Yeah. That is. And Josh Jacobs, too. Oh, my Lord. But, yeah, Sean Payton, Russell Wilson, Jerry Judy, Cortland Sutton, Javante, Samaje Prine. It's going to be the Broncos coming back and showing everybody. We're nobody to sleep on. Sean Payton's back. We're back. Russell Wilson's back. So, um, that's what I'm hoping for. Eagles-Patriots. Eagles, to me. Even though I think the Patriots' defense will be better this year. I'm going the Eagles. Yep, experienced Eagles team. Packers, Bears, NFC North matchup. You're going who? Packers. I hate to say that. Well, everybody hates it because everybody likes Justin Fields. Yeah. And you kind of like their team. You know, it's like the Lions. You know, you want them to build up, right? Yeah, you want them to be right. better. That's what you want. Well, the the Lions and the Bears are in two different stratospheres at the moment. It's like you were talking about Nebraska earlier. They used to be phenomenal, and that's how the Bears used to be. The 85 Bears, Bears man. Be. 85 defensive Bears. Yeah. Great team, right? Yeah, Packers, give me Jordan Love, Christian Watson, Romeo Dobbs, and those guys, and Aaron Jones. I'm picking Packers. And, you know, Rams-Seahawks. You picked Seahawks already. I don't know. I don't know, man. You're... I'm going to take Seahawks just be just because Cooper Cup's not playing. Just because Cooper Cup's not playing. Matt Stafford back with Cooper Cup. Sean McVay's offense probably would have to go with the Rams just because I've seen that duo already win a Super Bowl, so I would have to roll, but give me Seahawks and give me that, you know, Geno Smith. And I hope Jackson Smith and Jacob plays this weekend. I know he just went through surgery not a while back, but I hope he plays this weekend. I'd like to see him, DK, Metcalf, and Tyler Lockett on the field together. That'd be absolutely insane. We will come back to the 4 o'clock game. Dolphins, Chargers, big-time 4 o'clock game. Tua, Justin Herbert. Justin Herbert, Tyree Kill, Tyree Kill, Jalen Waddle, repeated from the Raiders earlier. I'm sorry, Josh McDaniels, not Mike McDaniels. Mike McDaniels yeah. is down in Miami. I'm sorry, but give me Mike McDaniels, give me Tua, give me Tyree Kill, give me Jalen Waddle, Bradley Chubb, and the boys. You are going into a hostile environment. Justin Herbert, I know he's elite. I know he's experienced, but I'm, I'm expecting a better year out of Tua. Less injuries, you know. If he can stay healthy, he's a great quarterback. He's a great quarterback. And you got Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle. But they're two... playing it so far. And I'm... But it's still Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle, the two You're fastest right. dudes on the outside. Yeah. I mean, like, they're absolutely insane. And I want to finally jump in, you know, Bills, Jets, Monday night, 8-15, ABC, Josh Allen, Aaron Rodgers, big-time matchup, man. And there's a lot to talk and a lot to bring – Break down in this game, you know. Josh Allen. Go with the Bills. And I hate to say it, but I cannot stand Aaron Rodgers. Yes, he looks good. How long is he going to look good? How long can he stay healthy? I'm going to tell you right. I'm going with Buffalo. I'm going to say something about Josh Allen. He's overrated. He is. I think he is. This is the year... For Josh Allen to prove to everybody that he belongs in the conversation with Burrow and Mahomes. Yeah. And if he doesn't, he's out of it. 
I truly believe that. I, I, I don't see any other way out of it. If he's if they collapse this season, he's out. Yeah. He's out. It's Burrow and Mahomes. Yeah. It's Burrow and Mahomes and Jalen Hurts is making a case. And Jalen Hurts, if he gets back to the NFC championship and or back to the Super Bowl, he's making a case to be in the conversation again. But you pick the Bills. You're expect right. big thing from the Bills. You're going I already know you're going Jets. Funny enough, maybe I go Bills. Really? I was not expecting that at all. But if you want to hear my real answer on who I'm going to go with, I'm going to break it down real simple. WPKM 96.3, the beat, the countdown returning Monday. Hunter and I are going to be breaking down all the games from Sunday, all your games, and we are going to be breaking down who we are taking for Monday night football. I could go Bills. I could go Jets. You know, I see great talent between both teams. Honestly, You're right. I see great talent between both teams. But if you want to hear my answer, WPKM 96.3, the beat, Monday, 4 o'clock. We're going to break it down, me and Hunter and I. And it's good to be back here on Sports Talk Saturday with Matt the Longman. It's been a while, man. It has. And we got a long, long time of football, man. All football. Obviously, we got to get through the first week of the NFL to be breaking down a little bit more of what we're seeing. So we're just making fun predictions here and today. And thanks for tuning in, guys. Thanks for joining back in. And we will see you guys next Saturday at noon. We'll see you guys later.